What's up guys and welcome once more to Future MK Projects, hosted by Fuglen and this episode is going to be the final episode this year that we're going to release so we're just going to give you a rundown of, of 2021 so we'll have a guest speaker in the house, he's going to introduce himself to you right now so. Hello guys, thank you Glenn for the introduction, I am Jay, a software developer. Yeah guys, we brought Jay so you can join me and we'll talk about the tech that came out this year. So we are going to be talking about technology things, we're going to talk about smartphones that came out this year, smartwatches, robots, us and so on. So uh, this year has actually been a great year for tech. So we got a lot and a lot of good releases this year. Okay, I'm gonna start with the Samsung Galaxy S20 Ultra, which was a great phone this year. Very bright display, support with the S Pen. Oh, and just a moment of silence to the Note fans because the Note was discontinued this year. Yeah, we are not going to get the Note anymore again. So, yeah, that's just a moment of silence. So, back to the S, back to the S21 Ultra. The S21 Ultra came out with a lot of good things. Even right now, you can get it for, I think, 700, 700 and something dollars, which is a very great deal. For what you get, for what you get from the phone, you get the Snapdragon 888 chip with 806 inches of RAM if you want the highest model. You get uh, Android 12 with 5G support. You also get 120Hz refresh rate, which can refresh, which is a viable refresh rate from 10 to 120Hz depending on the app that you're using. So the S21 actually has a good battery life. It's a overall it's a great phone, it's a great phone and most reviewers we know like Marcus Brownlee actually reviewed the phone and it came out their best phone of the year of twenty twenty of twenty twenty one, sorry. Okay, so I'm gonna start with my most anticipated and what I what I believe to be my best tech release of the year. As we all know, Apple when you released a new redesigned MacBook MacBook Fold. That is the 14-inch MacBook Pro and the 16-inch MacBook Pro, all coming with either an M1 Pro chip or an M1 Max chip. And I can say those are the most powerful laptop chips I have ever used in my professional career and my life. Well, the MacBook Pros, the 14-inch and the 16-inch, well, there was some controversy with the launch, and that is the notch. So what, uh, what for my usage and my experience, the notch is overhyped. It doesn't interfere in your activities as much as you might think. And given the other benefits the laptops give you, the new processors, the XDR displays, the great battery life, and the performance. My God, the performance is crazy. It's so crazy. For a laptop at that price, at that battery life, it's so efficient. It runs very quiet, not hot. Like, I've, I've, I've rendered high-quality Blender assets with those laptops. Ranging times were super fast. Using Final Cut went like butter. And most apps have created versions of their apps for M1 chips. So, like, back in 2020 when M1 chips launched, most of us professionals were uh, complaining whether we could not use, like, our professional tools without using Rosetta. But that is... Almost two years, two years ago now, a year and a half now. So all those issues have been solved. 
uh, I know uh, many users uh, complaint about the not hiding away the tab bars for certain apps, but that's just a software issue. And I think within a month or two, uh, are putting the fix that. There's Windows Notebook that also came out this year, and that was the their experience testing. Not really like the best, but yeah, it did. It took several awards from credible reviewers, yeah, so you can call it out and you can say it's one of the best, yeah. And it launched at a very good price, it launched at $1,500, which you can see get it for that price. It's a 13.4 inch, yeah, it's a 13.4 inch display, OLED display, so, and also it's touch, right? So the, uh, the only downfall that we actually saw from the Dell experience testing was uh, the web camera, the web camera was not up to standard. You needed a lot of light. Uh, when you're shooting a video, you need a lot of light, so you should come out with image qualities. And the image qualities, the industry standard for that price is 1080p, but the two launch at the web camera of 720 so I think that's a downfall. But their screen, their screen was one of the best full-screen display, which, which goes right down to the keyboard. So I can say the Dell Experience 13 is actually like a favorite to me. It's actually like a favorite to me as I'm a Windows user. I use Windows all the time. So uh, another great tech that also came out this year, uh, which was highly anticipated and was highly people waited for it. We have the Google Pixel 6 and the 6 Pro. So it launched at very good prices. The 6 launched for $600 and the 6 Pro launched $1,000, which is a very great deal for the 6. If you can get the 6 for $600, that was, a, that was actually one of the best deals of the year. For a premium phone for that price, it was actually one of the best deals for the year. And we all know what Google does, what Google does to their cameras. And this time, they not only do it to their cameras, but they actually, they actually had an, an in-house build processor, which um, which is a tensor processor that they built. So they have joined like the likes of Apple, which deal with their own processors. We have the we have the Bionic chip, which produced by Apple. So this time, Google actually decided to actually use their in-house chip. So the performance there are unbelievable. You guys, if you have the money to try, you guys should really try it out. It's a great phone. So. We got yet another Apple pull up this year. Yeah, it's a shocker. Like they released the new MacBooks, and yet again, they still move. They still release the best smartphones ever. The iPhone 13 lineup, and this year we got the iPhone 13 Mini, the iPhone 13, and the iPhone 13 Pro and the iPhone 13 Pro Max. And the best part about the release of this year is the main difference between each of those phones is just the sizes. Like this year, Apple actually did the best because they gave each of the same phones, each of the phones with similar characteristics and hardware and specs. Like for the cameras, the main two cameras are all the same. So you really don't lose out anything taking the iPhone mini, iPhone 13 mini, or the 13 or the 13 Pro or the 13 Pro Max. And for me, that's one of the best issues ever. Yeah. And as many other phone manufacturers are moving away from tiny phones below 5.8 inches, iPhones, Apple, they keep they're trying to like provide 
those phones for those who need it. And that's why the iPhone 13 lineup mini, especially, is one of the most, one of the best lineup ever. Because yours is targeted for users of each and every category. If you prefer a larger display, go with the 13 Pro Max. If you prefer the, the, the photo lens, but with the, like a more medium display, I can say medium because 6.1 inches for a screen size is more like more or less the, the standards for phones now. That's the, the medium. You can go with the 13 Pro. And if you don't need the Pro versions, you can go with the 13. And if you need a smaller phone that could fit into the tiny palms and very convenient, you can go with the 13 mini. Yeah, so. And with the launch, we also got new chips for the, for the iPhone. That's the E15 Bionic chips. And we've said it, said this time without normal. It's, we cannot mean, we cannot longer mean hype about the chips. Apple have already crossed a certain threshold. And that have been like three years ago. Every single chip they release is the best mobile chip ever. So that's why we don't longer hype about the chip anymore. We know what to expect every single year. Okay, thanks guys. We, we, we really had a lot of tech that came out this year and horrible mentions of some companies or some tech that was discontinued this year. We also have the LG smartphone language discontinued this year. Uh, I've used the LG G7 for at least a year, so I really love the phone. I was really sad when they actually discontinued the, uh, their phone line, so um, a moment of silence for LG. Talking about smart watches, a lot of smart watches came out this year as well. So, uh, a lot of smart watches we have the Gear 3, the Gear 3 Classic, and so on, which uh, the Gear was made by Samsung. An overall good phone. They actually brought all the blood oxygen reading stuffs that came out last year that Apple bought last year they actually introduced it to the smart the smart uh, the other smart watches this year so I think that was a great improvement in the smart watches side because they actually they actually did a lot of improvement the watch the classic the watches have a long battery life they stay very long so uh, you guys if if you have opportunity to one you know I'm talking about but if you have no opportunity to get one then you go Find yourself one if you can and try. They are very great. They are very good to have them. Powerful softwares that came out this year. I want to thank Adobe. Also, honorable mention to Adobe because we use all the softwares daily for day to day, be Photoshop, Illustrator, uh, like what we are using now to record audition and after effects. Yeah, so honorable mention to them. I love the updates they did this year, it was really good. Then we have Netflix, fan favorite, everybody, everybody likes, everyone loves Netflix. That's also a very powerful service also. This year we have Disney Plus, we have Zoom obviously, uh, as the COVID crisis, COVID-19 crisis were so intense, we had to be to Zoom for meetings and calls, so Zoom is a favorite. We have Apple Arcade, which it's very good. I I I played a game on Apple Arcade and it was really it was really, it was really good. It was really a good experience. Apple Arcade was really a good experience. Uh, and useful. Okay, now let me talk about uh, useful tech. 
smart home tech. We have the Google Nets Hub, which is very good. If you don't know what that is, that's just like um, a speaker that will be able to will be able to control your house through the speaker. Especially if you have a smart TV or obviously you have in your house you have smart appliances to be able to control your house through the next hub, the Google Next Hub. You also have the you also have the Amazon Echo Show it which that one protects your screen and that one is that one is really good because when you are doing like a video call or something it turns directions it turns directions towards you so that one is a fan favorite i really love that one you also have uh the echo dot the amazon echo dot the gym for it was also very good so those were very those were very good texts my home text that came out okay let's talk smart watches and yet again, this year Apple released the new Apple Series Watch, the Series 7. And as we already know, Apple smartwatches are pretty much the gold standard for smartwatches. And they never failed again this year. With the release of the new Series 7, they bought us new larger displays for the smartwatches, curved displays. And it's pretty much kind of similar to the previous series 6 and just a little bit of also the bought new colors a lot of colors this all tries to tie in with the new colors apple bought for the new iMacs and that's a nice segue to go into the iMacs this year apple used the new iMac with the m1 chip and this it has a lot of colors is so powerful as what we come to expect that he has an M1 chip to yeah and it comes in at $1,200 really perfect for the home setup not forgetting the iPad we got the new redesigned iPad mini this year as well as iPad 9 gen uh, the focus is the iPad mini which has a whole new redesign and the price bump and it supports the Apple Pencil too. I think for most users of the iPad, I think about a fair percentage prefers the iPad mini. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a, a bigger version of your mobile phone. And if you don't necessarily need the more larger 10 inch iPad Air or 11 inch iPad Pro or the biggest 12.5 inch iPad, the iPad Air or the iPad Mini should be a pick. But um, yeah, the iPad Mini comes with the uh, the new A15 Bionic chip, and it offers tons of power for your competition. Thanks, guys, for listening to Future MK Podcast. We are going to bring you more and more on tech review. This one was just a rundown this year, but like I said, we are more focused on branding and stuff. So, so the next video we are going to talk about, which is going to be released later next next week, is going to talk about the improvements and uh, the big startup companies that started up in Cameroon, and we have good potential. So, we're going to talk about that. I've not finished doing the research for that, so. Stay tuned, subscribe to this channel so next week you can get notified when we release that. Yeah.
So thank you very much. Happy New Year to everyone. Please like, share. Thanks for listening to Future and Keep Podcast. Thank mm-hmm. you.